This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyber Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm PK. And we are here to read, react to, and review the original Judge Dredd case files. We are working on this episode through our through Prog's 34, 35, and 36. When last we left off, Judge Dredd was presumed dead. Dredd's dead, man. The funeral. Uh, oh, Andy, 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 something very important. Yes. We're in person together again. Hey! We're breaking quarantine together. Cheers. Well, the quarantine's been lifted. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. We're not breaking it as much as it happened. And we're not lawbreakers. <laughs> we're dating this place. We're dating this thing. Whitmer, don't get us. <laughs> Please, Whitmer, no. Um, also, <laughs> giving us, giving out where, what state we're in. Oh, um, no. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, so, but last we left off, Judge Dredd was presumed dead, killed by Ian Gibson, not Ian Gibson, uh, Judge Gibson. Judge Gibson. Probably named after the artist Ian Gibson. For Dredd digging too deep and discovering that he was, in fact, Muni the Pig. Muni the Pig. The uh, titular lawbreaker who, uh, not titular, but uh, lawbreaker who was robbing people under a disguise of being a mutant. When it turns out his most recent robbery was interrupted other n- interrupted by no one other than Judge Dredd. <laughs> Kicking in the door. And we pick right back up where we left off. Hell yes, dude. And we have uh, a bit of text here that says... After assassinating Judge Dredd to prevent himself being exposed as a criminal, Judge Gibson goes on to commit another robbery in his disguise as Muty the Pig. But suddenly, dot dot dot. And we have this this close up. I don't know what kind of mutant he's supposed to be. I don't know if he's supposed to have animal characteristics. But he does vaguely monkey like or pig like. Ish, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, we have the close up of, of Muty the Pig's handsome face. And he goes, <laughs> Dredd! As Dredd is behind him, gun smoking, because he just shot the gun out of Mutant Pig's hand. Oh, and I almost forgot, uh, our, it shows our script here. It does. Uh, so remember how I said earlier it, the artist, or the script was written by T.B. Grover? Yes. This one shows it's written by T.B. Grover as well. That is a pseudonym for John Wagner, who has written before. Oh. Um, we have, art is done by Emberton. Emberton is the same, also a pseudonym for Ian Gibson. So this is Ian Gibson, our favorite, again. It does look really good. It's the shading on Mutant Pig's face particular. Yep. And then lettering is done by uh, Tony Jacob, T. Jacob as well. So that is for issue 34. So Emberton is also Gibson. Gibson. Yep. Wow. So yeah. I don't know why they have pseudonyms, but they do. So, that's a thing. Um, uh, we see in our next panel, uh, Judge Dredd taking the mask off of Mutant the Pig to reveal Judge Gibson. He looks really, really bad. He looks really angry. Um, <laughs> I would be too if I just, my, my grand plans get revealed. <laughs> And Judge Dredd saying, You're under arrest for the Muni the Pig crimes, Judge Gibson! That scowl! He's so, he's so unhappy. Um, and Gibson, who's sitting there in his mutant suit, but no longer with his Muni the Pig mask, going, mm. casually kind of leaning on the bar, going, But, but you're dead, Dredd! I killed you! That's what you thought, but you made one mistake. So now we're going to find out how Dredd Survived being assassinated. Okay, so it's the classic two-part story. Uh, the first part ends. It's the classic death of the character. You know, the, the, the two-part story where it shows, like, though the, our main guy is dead and he has been dead for X amount of time. 
and at the very end he comes back. Yep. And part two is always, he's returned, and here's what he did that didn't really kill him. That's <laughs> well, kind of a classic trope. It's I a think. very classic trope, yes. Uh, here we see three small little pop-out panels. Uh, one shows Judge Dredd looking at the screen of Beauty the Pig on, like, a television. Another shows him dodging a bullet, and a third shows him laying face down on the ground with the, the assassin, uh, Ian, uh, Judge Gibson, in the background, out the window. And it says, Since I first suspected you of being Muty the Pig, I decided to set myself up as a target. And it shows Dredd thinking to himself, Can Muty the Pig be Judge Gibson in disguise? And it says, If anyone took a shot at me, it had to be you. But when you took that shot, that was your mistake. And we see Judge Dredd noticing the laser sight. Laser sight! Gotta move! And then he's laying down on the ground. I'd felt the laser sight of your rifle a split second before the bullet struck. So it is him. My old friend Gibson. A bent judge. As Judge lays there, fa- Judge Dredd lays there face down, Faking pretending to be dead. Yes. Uh, a number of questions about how this happened. Yeah, he felt the laser you sight. You felt the laser sight, like the heat of the laser. And how was that like a setup? Like what, you were in like your home, and like well, we know that he was at the the judge archives or whatever because they said that in the previous issue. But it's like, <laughs> it's just that I knew a video took a shot at me. It had to be you. That's that's kind of away. a big leap there. Yeah, Dredd. it's explaining away a lot, really. <laughs> um, Again, we're in the weeds. We are. But it's a comic book, and he knew labor of love. Also. Uh, Quick, just a little side note. Yeah. The people at this bar are very casual. Yeah, they're, they're for all the like... the arrest that's going on behind them. Yeah, they... I mean, Muni the Pig was robbing them a couple seconds Yeah, ago. a few seconds before they were being robbed. The judge came in and shot a gun on his head and like, well, back to business. But that's how it was like, you know, in Star Wars. Like, uh, the guy gets shot and they're like... Ah. And they're just back to playing music and yeah, stuff. back to the cantina music. you know, it's... It's what... A, it's a violent town. <laughs> Our next page shows a, a side profile of Dredd and Gib- Gibson looking at him. And Dredd saying, My funeral was faked. If you thought I was alive, you'd have stopped the Muty the Pig crimes. And I needed proof. To which Gibson responds, The penalty for a bent judge is 20 years on Titan. And a little asterisk reminding us that, that, that yeah, that is true. Yep, Tharg notes, Seaprog yeah. 30. We were friends, Dredd. Cut me a break. And go, going down, uh, he continues saying, No. You wouldn't, would you, old stony face? We used to call you all the time at the academy. In that case, I invoke cadets' rights in bold, which means they're going to explain what the fuck that is. Judge Dredd responds, it does not apply here. Side note, or sidebar, cadets' rights was the method young judges used to settle arguments at the academy of law. And we see a cutout, um... Of like a boxing ring, or an octagonal, uh, or a hexagonal ring of oh, some kind. Oh, it's an MMA arena. Yeah. And there's a, a man holding up, ju- uh, there's a small cadet of Judge Dredd. He doesn't have his helmet on, but we can't see his face. Yeah, his face is entirely in shadow. Um, and we have Dredd on his chest, and Gibson on the other guy's chest, and a tutor with missing a leg, uh, holding up Dredd's oh, yeah, gloved fist. As yeah. though he has won the fight. We have a little pop-up panel of Gibson. Yeah. Uh, Gibson's saying... Go ahead. Alright. Oh, but it does. Oh, but it does. Remember that promise we made? That time we fought? And that... <laughs> yeah, a little flashback panel that Andy <laughs> just described. We have 
You've won fair and square, Dread. Let's always settle all our differences this way. Then we can always be friends. To which Judge Dread says, Agreed. So they agreed to always fight over their differences. What? I just, I'm looking at this, this thing and what like sort of boxing is this? They have one boxing glove on each and like a spring with a pom-pom? I don't know what that is really. It's like, it looks, it does look like a, a handheld spring it with a pom-pom like on the end. Bugs Bunny would use to punch a guy from across the room. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but you know, it, um, I'm sure they'll explain it. God damn it! They don't explain it at all. Um, <laughs> and we see a close-up of Gibson saying to Dread, Where it all began, friend. The Academy of Law. Only this time, we have to fight, emboldened, <laughs> to the death. Judge Dread responds, You're no friend of mine, Gibson, but I will not break my promise. Choose your fighting ground. Okay. Oh, so I read that out of order. My bad. Oh, okay. So, so Judge Dredd places his own personal promises above that of the law. Which is weird. I mean, maybe it's because he and Gibson both graduated together. Yeah, there's some logic there, but yeah. it's just... I don't know. I don't know. We we cut next to the uh, Judge Dredd and Gibson walking into the Academy of Law down that long hallway that has the honor rolls on the wall. Yeah. With uh, the Grand Judge behind them, it looks like. Oh my god. And it says, the Academy of Law was only ten minutes away. And Gibson is saying to uh, Dredd... You had your own brother's... Ooh, hey, I brought this up specifically. You did bring this up. I was waiting for you to notice that. You had your own brother's name struck from... This is Gibson still here. I'm sure I'm doing the right voice. Yeah. Struck from the honor roll when he went bad, Dread. Will you do the same to me if you win? Naturally. A bent judge is the worst kind of criminal. In the last episode we recorded, I said specifically, shouldn't they say Rico Dread, Joe Dread? Yep. I said that. I brought that up specifically. Yep, because Rico was the only person to pass above Judge Dredd yeah, in his th- honor roll. Yeah. And sure enough, he had so his name struck. When a judge goes bad, they do. They they they, they remove his name. They remove his his history. They remove it. That's a, that's damn insulting. But and, shit. and it, they also added continuity. You go to Titan, just like Rico did. Yeah. For twenty years, because Titan is like the worst prison. And if you're a judge, you're a high level prisoner. Yeah. Um, we show uh, the judges looking down, or rather the, the chief justice looking down, um, from kind of a catwalk over a mock uh, makeup of a city with both Dredd and Gibson kind of st- squaring off uh, Old West style. Yeah, dude, so they're like, it's, this panel's one of my favorite panels I've seen it's in so a long good. time. Number one, they have like the, the sun behind them. It's that same mock city we saw uh, like back in Judge Stone, Judge Giant. Judge Giant. Judge Giant story where they have like the the, the mock city, um, and uh, it's you know it's, a, it's an arena, and they have like this. The panel is fantastic because they have the 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 two judges facing each other in the middle of the street, and the old the very much the old western trope of the sun is behind one of them, so he has a cast a long shadow. Yep. And the, well, they're both casting long shadows, but the shadows go in one direction, obviously. Yeah. And but above them, they have like the marching cadets above them. Yep. So that's cool too. I just really like this panel. Good job, Gibson. <laughs> Gibson again, doing so much world building, just in the background. Um, for training purposes, a reconstruction of part of Megacity had been built inside the center of the Academy. Something we already know of. Yes. Um, and the Chief Justice is pointing down to them saying, Two of our most skillful judges are going to fight below. Bring all the cadets in. It will be a valuable lesson for them. 
You're gonna watch. Cadets are gonna watch a man die today. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the I'm the head judge. <laughs> it sucks here. <laughs> it's the worst. So right. our next panel shows uh, wide stanced from behind G- Judge Gibson, looking at the shadowy figure of Judge Dredd yeah, up the street. It's it's the exact same with the sun behind Judge Dredd. The mm-hmm. casting the shadows are cast in the same direction. The audience above them. My God, it's good. It's really good. Uh, Judge Gibson is saying to Dredd, It seems like we've got an audience, just like the first time. To which Dredd responds, Stop wasting time! Let's get this showdown over with. And, uh, so we, we, I, okay, so, we have this, this, this long vertical panel of, uh, of, of Gibson, and it's like, it's like, it's like, Shot from the perspective between, like the holster. It's like it's shot it's, from it's the between Drudge Dredd's hand and his holster. Yeah, and like it's a reaching, really cool shot. He's reaching for his holster, and in the far background, yeah, like, you, you can see like little lines around his fingers. Like his fingers are twitching for it. It's really good. It's really good. Um, we love you, Gibson. Yeah, is <laughs> it like, anything you say, old pal? And then our next panel is my favorite panel, which is this awesome dark. Uh, like muzzle flare lighting up parts of Gibson's face as he fires at Dread. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like the, the gun is straight on pointing at the camera. Yeah. Uh, and behind the and behind the handle of the gun, we see Gibson's face. Gibson who is shooting the his law gun, Lawmaster. Lawmaster. And it's no, the muzzle lawgiver. Lawgiver. Lawmaster law cycle. Yeah. Lawgiver pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, law rod rifle. Um, <laughs> and the muzzle flash is creating this cool fucking like it's really bright. So his face is in shadow. It's a really good panel. It's a really good panel. I love our artist Ian Gibson. This is just a really good fight, too, from what I'm already seeing. Yep. And we see Judge Dredd dodging out of the way. Heat Seeker, gotta move! And then you can see the bullet curving back around as he's dodged out of the way. Yeah. Gotta, uh, coming back for me. Only one way to beat it. Another Heat Seeker to home in on it. And he fires a Heat Seeker of his own, and the bullets explode as they contact. Yeah, the two bullets collide in midair. And they, there's an explosion. And our next panel shows Judge Dredd taking cover behind a uh, behind a vehicle of some kind. Yeah, some kind of uh, 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 futuristic, futuristic fucking uh, hot rod. Fucking, yeah. What's, yeah. Uh, what's the car with the top coming down? Convertible. Ferrari, Lamborghini. I don't know. Just a convertible, like a like the top it comes off. I don't know cars. Convertible, I think is what I'm thinking of. Convertible. Convertible. Um. We see him taking uh, cover behind this convertible, and there's a funeral parlor around the corner, and there's there like a street a sign parlor. that says Grover and Ninth Street, and we can see the shadowy outlet of Ian, of Judge Gibson. I keep saying Ian Gibson, Judge <laughs> Gibson, behind the corner of it, of the like just behind the corner of the funeral parlor, and uh, Judge Dredd says he's taking cover on the street corner. Ricochet bullets, rapid fire. Okay, there's a lot going on in this panel. Yeah, funeral parlor. Sale secondhand stock number one. This is again a replica of of, of Mega City One. This yeah, is, yeah, it's like a block within the city. So this is basically a fake rep funeral parlor. But just that's a, that's some dark humor there. Sale secondhand secondhand coffins. Yeah, what? That's a little, little. Also, is Grover and Ninth Street a reference to something? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a New that. Yorker. I'm not. Any that New up. Yorkers you want to tell us? That'd be appreciated. All right. Um, our next panel shows. Uh, Judge Dredd has fired his ricochet shots, and it's ricocheted off the street sign of Grover Street and gone back around the corner, hitting Judge Gibson. And Two shots in the back. Yeah, 
And it says, note, effective use of the ricochet spray. Cadets Judge Dredd is a master of this technique. So they literally are teaching these cadets, like, to use the perfect way to kill. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's dystopian. Yep. I mean, pretty dystopian. We still got a lot of utopia still. Yeah, but this is just, this is darker than what we're used to, and so we're, like, we're inching towards the Judge Dredd that we know, we thought we knew we're Judge Dredd. We're working our way there. We're working our way there. We thought we knew what Judge Dredd was at one point. We were very wrong. Um... <laughs> We have Dredd moved cautiously to the corner, and he's like peeking around the corner of the funeral parlor. Trail of blood leading to that manhole. Cover left off to give him a shot at. And then, sure enough, from above we see uh, uh, Judge Gibson. Who is bleeding from the back. Yep. And he says, Wrong, Dredd, I doubled back. Where do you want it? Old buddy, head or heart? He's got me cold, I'll, but I'll go out fighting. And Judge whips, Judge Dredd whips around and gets a crack shot off right at the center of uh, Judge Gibson, who then falls and tumbles off of the funeral parlor. Yeah, he was on the roof, and he, he got shot right in the, in the center of gravity, right in his gut. And he doubles over, just falling to the ground. And we see way in the background from the, uh, the high catwalk, Judge Gibson was too slow, sir, says one of the cadets. And, uh, yeah, we see another, well, it's not a speech bubble, it's a little, it's a little uh, uh, narrative block of text that says, Yes, boy. And hesitation is fatal against a man like Dredd. So they are watching these two men kill each other and just dissecting it as if it's a learning experience. Uh, yeah, it is a learn. It's a training experience for the cadets, basically. It's fucking cool. Um, it's what it is. It's pretty damn rough. And we, now we see Judge Dredd cradling Judge Gibson in his arms, saying to him, "But you could have had me. Why didn't you fire?" Yeah. And he's like laying there, just like looking up at him, holding his fucking stomach wound. Yep. It, it was hard enough killing you once. I couldn't do it again. You see, Dredd, you were my friend. Oh my god! Yeah. It, and then like, he's like laying down after being cradled. He's like, it's, it's better this way. Couldn't have faced 20 years on Titan. Goodbye, old buddy. And now we see the the one-eyed, uh, one-eyed... It's not Chief Justice, it's actually. Not Chief it's Justice, it's, it's uh, head of the Academy. Yeah, it's head of the Academy. It, it has not been Chief Justice. I've been no, mistaken. No, we've been... We yeah. have our character... We have our old, old, uh... Grizzled Grizzled men. soldierly men mixed, mixed up. up. But the, one uh, has an eye patch. Yeah. We should be able to tell them apart. Yeah, one has an eye patch. This eye patch guy comes up uh, and says to Judge Dredd... It was a masterful expert... Oh. <laughs> don't don't try too hard here. That was a massive exhibition, Judge Dredd. This is jowls. He has jowls. Yeah. Uh, Dredd responds, "No, Principal. It was a bitter victory. Judge Gibson was dot 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 my friend." And then it shows uh, Judge Dredd on the next, in the last panel, painting over Cadet Gibson, Honor Roll Class of '79, and it says. But every judge must know many bitter moments and face them squarely. For no man is greater than the law. The end. Next prod, Dread versus Captain Strange. <laughs> and that's the end of issue 34. Yeah. Damn! I was not expecting that fucking... I was expecting kind of a, uh, Dread, whatever. I, it, was a, it, was a, it was a big whiplash. It was a big... Turned into a big heavy moment. Yeah, it actually did. I felt a little sorry for Gibson who had, until the last four panels, been this very boring one-note villain. (laughs) 
Uh, turns out he he basically had challenged Dredd so he would die and not go to Titan for 20 years. It's I feel like it's a little bit of an ass pull changing his character in the last four panels, but I mean we we know him to try to kill Dredd before. It's very true. Um, but it's still effective. But it's a 10 percent of an ass pull. <laughs> um, so in retrospect, settings and places we are, are still at our unnamed bar in Mega City One. We also get to visit the Academy of Law again, where Judge Dredd and Judge Gibson train together as cadets. Um, characters, only real notable one is still Judge Gibson's, a.k.a. Mew to the Pig, who hasn't changed much. Um, items and technology of note, we have the Heat Seeker shot is used by both the judges this issue, and they can be used to counter each other. Yes. Um, another in- interesting thing, Judge Dredd uses ricochet, ricochet shots and rapid fire setting together. Uh, oh, that's right. This is the- shoots... This is the Two first ricochets time. ricochets off the street side. Uh, a couple of ricochets. This is the first time that we've seen that bullet types can be used in some kind of combination. Because he's had rapid fire and he's had ricochet. Never together. So Yeah, that's, that's weird because the, the dial only shows one... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I will say also is uh, for terrible slang, made up words, judged red one-liners, I like the line, no man is greater than the law. That's a good line. It's yeah. a good line. Um, we don't have many monsters this issue. World building. Uh, judge Gibson reminds us that the penalty for a bent judge is 20 years on Titan, keeping with the continuity from the return from Rico, which is always appreciated. Continuity is great. Yep. Uh, cadets writes the method by which cadets, uh, cadet judges are used to settle disputes at the academy, which is they can challenge each other to some kind of strange boxing thing. One glove, one fucking spring-loaded Bugs Bunny ass, Looney Tunes looking... Pom-pom? I don't know. Loop on the third getting punched in the face. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, and then last but not least, Dredd has his own brother's name struck uh, from the honor roll when he went bad. So No man is greater than the law, even Judge Rico. Yeah, so uh, Rico's name was missing, and that is on purpose. Um, wow. Death count, this issue, it is purely just Judge Gibson, Muty the Pig, is killed by Dredd in a shootout at the Academy of Law. Um, a pretty straightforward issue. It's a very, yeah, it's a very second half of a two-story issue. It resolves a lot of things. It's very Western. Very Western. It's a very Western shootout. I mean, I love, number one, I fucking love Western. Unforgiven, Three Tinder Yuma, fucking uh, Magnificent Seven, the old one. Oh. Uh, uh, I, I don't hate the new one, but it sounds good. What's another Westerns one? Westerns are my fucking jam. Um, uh, True Grit. True the, especially the remake. The remake is, the, yeah. The remake is amazing. Um, yeah, this is a nice little serious snippet, in yeah. a way. Um, I mean, especially after, like, what was it, two issues ago, we had fucking Walter driving a cab around, which yeah. was, number one, that was fantastic. It was a fantastic <laughs> comedy episode, yeah. but now we're in a fantastic drama-filled episode that doesn't build much, but it gives us, again, it's a, it's a bottle episode, but of a different flavor, a different different flavor of bottle. That's very fair. Um, I hope you enjoyed that little bit of seriousness because it's not going to stick around because I promised you this episode we will get to meet Slick Willie, the prime cat of the Troggies. You did say that. And I, I, I can't promise you we'll find out what any of that means, but we're going to learn about it here in this next issue because we have a two-parter coming up. The Troggies, part one and part two. Who the hell are they? I will have to learn, I guess. Have you... Now answer me honestly and truthfully. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Yeah. Are what the Troggies are ever really explained? Kind of. 
Kind of. Okay, kind I'm taking it. Kind of. I will take a kind of. Rather than, no. Yeah, they, they're kind of explained. <laughs> they're kind of explained. They're um, kind of explained. So, do you have anything else you want to mention about issue 34 before we move on? Again, I really liked the shootout scene. Hell yeah. Very reminiscent of a western. Okay, so my favorite part of westerns are the... I, I love the final shootouts in westerns. <laughs> Three Tinted Yuma and True Grit, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking, uh, fill your hands, you son of a bitch! Will forever be one of the greatest action scenes I have ever seen. That's awesome. Um, so, and fucking, they're going through the town of 310 Yuma, getting, getting him to the train. Have you, have you not seen that one? It's good. No. I think the only western I've seen is, uh, A Million While I Stood Out in the, in the Wild West. I'm sorry. It's a great western. It's okay. It's We're good. It's shoot good on, for what it is. We're gonna shoot on three. One. <laughs> shot. It's it. it's an enjoyable, funny movie. I like that movie a lot. I like it. I'm going to give it a solid like. I'm going to give it a B plus. I'm going to give it a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of Seth MacFarlane. I um, am too. I like, uh, what's the Star Trek show? Ooh, fan, Family Guy. No, 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 no. Was one of the secret agent, uh, and he's like a, he like works for the CIA. Oh, um, uh, secret agent. Are you talking about the accountant? No, no, no. Like, uh, he's like uh, a blue collar worker in Rhode Island. Oh, works at a Walking brewery. Tall. Yeah! That's it. We're thinking Walking Tall. Walking Tall. I hate us so much. Um, <laughs> so, issue 35. We have our script here is by John Wagner. Our artist is Ian Gibson, and our letters are Tony Jacob. It Tony. does show uh, credits for this issue. It says the script robot is John Wagner. Our oh, it art does robot. The- and lettering robot. Yeah. Uh, the art Credit robot. Credit card, CompU73.E. Yeah. It's, oh my god, that's fucking... It does show uh, credits on the page, which I'm thankful for. Um, it says Gibson and McMahon both worked on this issue. Oh, that's... Uh, yeah. But Gibson is known for that really high, awesome detail. That high quality detail. Um, so our first issue is a half-page... Art. Yeah, I'm looking at this, these pages and I'm like, what the fuck is going There's on? There's a lot going on in these pages. Um, so, we see... you can. I'll have you describe this this first why, half page here. Why, why have you done this to me? Because this is the beauty of the page. Okay. So without getting into the narration or the speech bubbles, what I see is what looks to be a group of zombies attacking a group of people. Okay. The zombies look... Like one, the one on the far left is like with hair down to his or her ankles. I'm talking they're a zombie. Yeah, down to their ankles, and they're just like they're a, a flower child from Woodstock. Yep, very, like very a much prime yeah. '70s hippie. Yep, yep, very hippie. Uh, the one is clobbering a guy over the head with a toy model of the Enterprise. Yep, that's definitely a toy model of the USS Enterprise. And he has a star on his head. That is very much a star on his head. And on the far right, the third zombie in the panel is just like a 1920s Al Capone era gangster. Yeah, he with is. With his pinstripe suit and bowler hat. Yup, he's choking out a man. And he's choking out a guy who's trying to pick him with an umbrella and shoving a... a the people being attacked are in their, in their strange retro-futuristic clothes. The woman's like being pushed away. The man is wearing a strange... What the fuck am I looking at, Andy? <laughs> Eyes bulging like dead fish. Faces gray, decaying. They crept out of the night to prey on the innocent citizens of Mega City One. Help! Ah! 
Then they disappeared again into the blackness, dragging their victims with them. <laughs> they were 21st century nightmares, warped denizens of Mega City's underworld. They were the Troggies. I don't know what the fuck that means, Andy. Uh, Are they like zombies from the past that abduct people? We're gonna learn, maybe, Are perhaps. Because, okay, so they're dressed. Some of them are from the 20th century. I guess they're all from the 20th century, but from different periods of the 20th century. Don't don't look too far ahead. Like it. 70s nerd, 60s flower child, 20s gangster. Yeah, I don't know why. They don't really explain that. Um, our next panel shows the young buxom lady who was pushed away talking to Judge Dredd on his lawmaster okay, so bike. so the same lady, yeah. Yeah. Uh, top city lawman Judge Dredd was soon on the scene, and the young lady is saying to him, oh, Horrible! They were... Judge Dredd, they grabbed the poor people and dragged them off! Too many people have been disappearing lately. Hmm, I may be able to pick up their trail on the heat beam. The infrared headlamp is showing up the heat from their footprints. Why would, why would undead have heat? We don't know if they're undead, particularly. Uh, we don't they, okay. they look pretty zombie-ish. Yeah, they look like, like their clothes are rotten. They look, I, I don't know. I don't we, know. I don't know. Yeah. Why does he have a star on his head? <laughs> why is he holding a, a copy of the USS Enterprise? Yeah, why does he have a model of the USS Enterprise uh, clobbering a guy over the head with it? We don't know. Um, okay. We see Judge Dredd. Uh, in a long panel, uh, coming from, like, looking at from the bottom of, like, a rotted, disgusted staircase. Yeah, like a rotten, run down stair, uh, yeah, stairway down, made of, like, stone or concrete. Or... Uh, Dread pulled away some of the rubble. A disused subway station. Alright. And we see him riding his lawmaster bike down into the subway, following yeah. the footprints, he can tell. Yes. The old subways were closed down more than a hundred years ago. Now someone is using them again. The question is, who and why? That's a really good question, Dredd. I really want to know. It really is. Dredd cruised through the long-abandoned station. Footprints growing brighter. Good. The sooner I get out of this place, the better. The stench of decay is sickening. Because they're zombies. That looks to be so. Suddenly, we see Judge Dredd looking into the darkness, and there's eyes everywhere. There's pairs of eyes. Eyes all around me. Eyes, eyes all around me. Oh, it's a trap. We see all these hands reaching for him, and then I'm going to have you describe it again. You got to do it. I don't know what to say. So, Well, I'll say this much. Ian Gibson is doing an amazing job of making these people look disgusting and revolting. Yeah, these are disgusting, rotting mutants. Uh, as they swarm Judge Dredd, they're using, like, weapons that look... This one looks like he's using, like, a club with some holes in it. Yeah. Um, he's being bitten, uh, and they're just swarming him, climbing the bike, uh, just, like... They look very undead. Yeah, they look like... They look like... Yeah, I just... There's misshapen skin and pox and bulges and... Yeah, like, their skin is, like, at the same time, it's, it's like... Skeletal in it's, a way. It's very, like, tight over the bones, but it still hangs loose. It's like, they're, like, emaciated, but not in a good way. Yeah, this guy's like, got, like, a fucking, like, a meat hook on his, in his holding. Uh, it's very creepy. This guy looks kind of like a greaser right here with a little wrench in his hand. Yeah, I don't know why he looks like a greaser. Um, <laughs> uh, Judge yeah, Dredd, come on, man. <laughs> Get that greaser. Um, Judge Dredd yells out, Keep your moldy mitts off the good judge gear. And they're all yelling, Ah! 
And someone says, Bludgeon! <laughs> Bludgeon! That's right, that's right. Um, And as Judge Dredd is being dragged away, pouring at me from everywhere like demons of hell, but I can dish out a little hell myself. And he fires and shoots a couple of them. He doesn't know if these things are intelligent enough to understand his quips. Yeah. But he's doing the quips anyway. For our benefit. For, for really, in-universe for his benefit. Really. He's doing this, Dredd is doing this for Dredd. I'm not going down without a quip, is what he's saying. <laughs> I give a little hell myself. <laughs> Let's, did you get that one? That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I agree. Uh, our next panel sees Judge Dredd yelling out in shock. As some kind of thing is coiled around his neck. Oh, electric whip can't move. And someone, one of the uh, very strangely penguin-esque. It's the, it's like the mobster because he had his umbrella two panels ago too. It's the, yeah. it's the 1920s Capone gangster. He's yelling out, "Get him, brothers! Too many can't fight him off." Oh my god, it's those three guys. Yeah. And the the the, the fucking the the hippie. The flower child is going, cool, man, it's the fuzz. And the gangster one is saying, don't damage him anymore, gentlemen. Slick Willie will want him for the work gang. <laughs> Slick Willie. Slick Willie will want him for the work gang. And it says a completely blacked out panel next. Half conscious, Dread was dragged through a tunnel. And he's thinking to himself, pitch black in here, but these jokers aren't missing a step. Those hideous eyes must help them see in the dark. So now, like, remember, who else had that power? The, the Brotherhood of Night. The Brotherhood of Darkness, Darkness. indeed. Second, uh, second uh, issue we had. The Brotherhood of Darkness were mu- uh, mutants who could see in the dark. So how, did, like, how did Judge Dredd beat them again? He shined the... He put the visor that blocks out light really well on his helmet down, and he shined like the bright... He turned the brights on his head, on his headlights. Yeah. He turned. He flashed the light like you do for a deer. Yeah. He pretty much scared him like a deer. Then, ah, yeah. Man, and he's wearing his anti-dazzle visor. <laughs> That's what it was called. <laughs> the anti-dazzle visor. Yeah, that was it. Um. So keep that in mind. That's how he beat the Brotherhood of Darkness originally. And now we see. I'll have you describe this one because I like this panel a lot. Okay. So, uh, he's being held by. The gangster and the star-hatted the dude. The Trekkie and the and the mobster. Mm-hmm. Um, the just like the way they look so disgusting and used. Yeah. Like the the way their clothes are in tatters and there are sores and bumps on their skin. Um, it's very good, very evocative. Of what you can just imagine what it feels and smells like it, in that. There's like imagine grime. the smell. It's grime and coated everywhere. It's you, gross. Yeah, you have this feel of gross grease. Um, they emerge into another station, and we see Judge Dredd being held by these two, and there's, like, regular people pushing a yeah, minecart. Yeah, there's, like there's, like, a minecart full of coal or rocks or something, um, but they're being whipped, and they look like two attractive young women. Yep. Not at all gross and, and sore, covered in sores, like the troggies. And we see someone in the background on a throne, perhaps, um, and Judge Dredd's thinking to himself, People working in chain gangs. That explains the disappearances, but why? Who are these creeps? And the the 1920s gangsterish Troggy says, "Stand to attention, normal. You are in the presence of Slick Willie, prime cat of the Troggies." And we get a close up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we get a close up on Slick Willie, 
who is missing hair off the top of his head. He looks like a, like a TV sports announcer holding a microphone in his rotting hand. With, with, his, with his microphone and his bolo tie and his strange haircut, I get the impression of a, of a country western singer. I get that as well. Uh, if you want to give a, a good, give his first line for me, as, as only Slick Willie, prime cat of the Troggies would. Groove it, daddy-o! <laughs> That'll work. Dread he's is... got like one nasty gnarled tooth. Yeah, he's... His big fucking snackle tooth. He's gross. Dread is thinking to himself... Why does he have a microphone? <laughs> does it work? Uh... No! <laughs> it don't. We don't know that. Uh, so Judge Dread says... Troggies! So that's who they are. <laughs> Apparently... Judge Dredd, they could have just lied to you just now. I mean, but Judge Dredd knows the word troggies. It must mean something, right? Oh, okay. Weird types from the 20th century who couldn't adjust to the furious pace of modern life. You mean the much more slowed down and easy life of the 21st century? The story goes... the 10-hour work week? (laughs) (laughs) That's this now. Uh, The story goes they they took refugee underground... And as time passed, their bodies warped to adapt to their new world. But how do they live for so long? I mean, it doesn't... I mean, yeah, it doesn't explain why they're still alive. What? They would be, like, going on 90 years old. Like, 100 Maybe years old. Maybe they're just really old and they're not mutants at all. Maybe they're just really, really old people. There's really, this really old. This is the gang old. of senior citizens. <laughs> this is just what happens when you reach that age. <laughs> um... Dread is pointing now at uh, Slick Willie, Prime Cat of the Troggies, who is combing his disgustingly oily hair, I can imagine. Um, oh my and God. Judge Dredd is saying, Surrender quietly and the law will go easy on you. We judges can take into account your... Dot, 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 condition. And as Slick Willie combs his hair back, uh, maybe covering his massive bald spot, he goes, Can the speeches, daddy-o? After tomorrow, you judges are going to be old news. Slick Willie pointed to a map of the old New York subway. We, f- we figure a few explosives placed at these points will tumble the whole of Mega City. The whole the work squad is digging the tunnel for the last charge now. Catch my drift, Daddy-O? You're crazy. If you destroy Mega City, you troggies will be killed too. And then the next pet, they're like talking face to face. It's a really good parallel, actually. Yeah, yeah. With this fucking hideous mutant, yeah. or just 90 year old man. <laughs> oh, older, probably, if yeah. he's in the 20th century. Yeah, and so we had the next panel, and he is fucking. Slick Willie is fucking striking this pose, this dramatic fucking pose. Yeah. As his two, uh, his two leaders uh, behind him like, narrate, and the, and the hippie goes, Right on! We ain't exactly got much to live for, have we? I mean, man, look at us. And the gangster one says, Freaks, that's what we are. And and Slick Willie still, that fucking, that is a rock star pose. That's a rock star pose. That he is. Uh, All those notice we have a sign saying that we are in the Bronx currently. This oh, is confirming that we are in the ruins of old New York. This is, yeah. Mega City 1, maybe Sector 6 Maybe is Sector New 6 York. is New York. That could be possible. Yeah. But uh, Slick Willie, Prime Cat of the Troggy, says... You normals made us... Wait, no, that's a prank voice. What was it? It was a uh, uh, game show announcer. Kind of guy. You normals made us what we are. You drove us down here, 
And now we're gonna even the score. What a way to go, Daddy-O! <laughs> they all laugh in the They're background. La- God! Crazy! They're out of their tiny minds! Alright, Jeff, you're gonna call them stupid. They clearly mined under the city without you noticing. And, well, I mean, they... Until he, the he, last minute! Yeah, but he knew of them somehow. Uh, and it says, Judge Dredd was put to work. Uh, and it shows Dredd hauling a, like, a hod on his back yeah, full he's of rock. Kind of- because as is that fucking John Henry? <laughs> fucking like the like the myth, the American mythological? Yeah, the the railway worker, the guy who carved the tunnel to the mountain. Yeah. Uh, what th- the fuck is he doing uh, here? We don't know. A giant black man with a hammer. Is he a troggy? He doesn't look like it. He looks like he's been kidnapped. Because he's been dead since before I was born. <laughs> and uh, one of the troggies is saying to Judge Dredd, "Go for it." Be happy, normals, for tomorrow, you die! I don't know what, this This one isn't the Trekkie. He looks, a, he looks a bit nerdish, but I can't quite place him. And that is the end of issue 35, the Trogies part one. So, let's recap. Yeah. We got a lot uh, of I got an unpack of what I just fucking read, Andy. So, settings and places, we've confirmed that uh, we're in abandoned subway tunnels beneath Mega City 1. We've confirmed that at least where we are now is the ruins of old New York. Yes, because they brought us claiming the Bronx. Yeah. Which is the north side of, of, of Staten, not Staten Island, Long Island. And we also know that we have the Statue of Liberties nearby. Yeah. So we can assume that at least where we are is the New York area of Mega City 1. Um, characters. We have the Trogies, people from the 20th century who couldn't adapt to the furious pace of modern life, who then took refuge underground where their bodies adapted to their new environment. With the longevity. Yeah, we don't know why they live so long. Um, we also have Slick Willie, prime cat of the Trogies. We sure um, do. What is a Trogy exactly? What is a prime cat? Okay, so, I mean, based on just the, uh, the information they gave us, context we have, a Trogy is, like he said, someone who, uh, who could not adapt to the futuristic half fast-paced life of, uh... Ten hours a week Ten of hours work. a week of work. Dystopian, I know. Um, so they went underground and adjusted, you know, their bodies went through, uh, some kind of evolution to be able to see in the dark and do other weird mutant shit. And a prime cat seems to be their, their, their name for a leader. It's, their, it's a title for a leader. What a great name, a prime cat. Hey, man, it's... It's... Okay, so people used to call each other like, hey, you all you cats and kittens, like Wolfpack yeah. Jack and shit. Yeah. And so it could be a throwback to that. Cause maybe like, maybe like, Slick Willie's the first one and he wanted like, I'm just going to use an old term from my era. Maybe. Possibly. Or it could be just as, we could just be digging too deep. <laughs> be, like, could just be deep really enough weird. to find the Trogies. <laughs> Items of technology of note, we have the heat beam, an infrared headlamp on the front of the Lawmaster bike that is capable of detecting recent footsteps. Pretty handy. Yeah, so they're not undead. They have, they give off heat and energy. They're just gross. They're very gross. Uh, we have an electric whip, which is a weapon used by the Trogies to incapacitate Judge Dredd. Yeah. We also have terrible slang made up words, Judge Dredd one-liners. Uh, keep your moldy mitts off the good judge gear. And my favorite line so far... Groove it, Daddy-O. Groove it, Daddy-O. Groove it, Daddy-O. What a great line. Um, 
Yeah, world building. We have that the Trogis plan on blowing up Mega City 1 in order to kill all the normals. And also die. And themselves. So it's like a murder-suicide. Because they're ugly. Because they... They're scorning a society who shunned them. Yeah, but... Like... To kill yourself and everyone. And also they're just blaming... Just my dude. It's not that bad. They're blaming people for driving them underground. When they chose... It seems like they chose the underground. Yeah. Why couldn't you just go to like a different place? The Wastes? Like the Brotherhood of Darkness? Just leave. The Brotherhood of Night? Brotherhood of Darkness. Darkness. Okay. Um, but yeah. Maybe they don't know about the Brotherhood, you know? But they chose to go underground and then they chose to blame everything on... On the humans. The normals. The normals, that's what they call them. Damn them. Damn normies. Normies, get out! Normies are the worst. <laughs> we don't have any monsters and no death count this issue. That's right. Yeah. Because um, they're not killing people, they're taking them to slave labor to dig tunnels underneath Mega City 1 to plant their... How are they getting the bombs? Maybe they're making them out of their own stink, who knows? Maybe, I mean, you can make a bomb out of... Uh, it's like I'm gonna censor this. And cow feces or something. Uh, the uh, I'm not gonna censor. I'm joking. But like the idea of hey, the Dark Brotherhood, not Dark Brotherhood. That's fucking Skyrim. Brotherhood um, of Dark. Brotherhood of Darkness. They at least they were kidnapping people. They we never really learned why. <laughs> they say it was slave labor, but I don't know what kind of labor they need. <laughs> it's like what labor do you need to build more crossbows? Uh, <laughs> These guys, they're actually, there's a reason. They're actually digging tunnels. Yeah, they have a reason for the slave labor. Or at least clearing the tunnels out. Um, the next issue, issue 36, is the end of the Trogis arc. Good. But it features some of the worst slang and made-up words we've ever encountered. I'd see two immediately. Ever in this entire yeah, fucking comic. I want to them. To our millions of viewers. Um, unless you want to go to... And millions of viewers. <laughs> Do, there's dozens of us. Um, if, you, if you want to go to... Do you want to move to issue 36, Trogis Part 2? Yeah, it's our third issue of the day. Let's go for it. Go for it. Go ahead. <sighs> okay. Oh, you want to describe the thing and I'll read the thing? Or what do you want to do? I'll describe the scene. All right. I'm good at it, apparently. Go for it. So we have uh, various normals. Uh, they can clear your tunnel. They're ca- carrying like little uh, like tools to clear the tunnel, like battering rams mm-hmm. to widen the tunnel, maybe. Yeah. Uh, as in the background, we see Slick Willie, Prime Cat the Trogi, <laughs> speaking to his microphone that I'm positive does not work. This is very true. Um, um and one of them is in uh, one of the, the slave labor, the the, the, the people widening the tunnel is being whipped. There's a man with a chisel. Judge Dredd's behind him, just kind of watching interestedly as he's about, he's about, he's about to get whipped too, honestly, for not. Probably. It's not working enough. Um, and it says, The Trogies, strange denizens of Mega City Underworld. Now, in a long-abandoned subway station, they've reached the final stage of their plan to destroy Mega City 1. And the Slick Willy, prime cat of the Trogies, says into his microphone, <laughs> That I'm sure does not work. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with that explosive, normal! We don't want to go off too soon! So we see these are, in fact, explosives that they're carrying. Okay, they are explosives. I thought they were, like, battering. They're explosives. Okay. And, and I'm going to have you read the other Trogi who is whipping the gentleman with the electric whip. It's the it's the guy who had the Star Trek model earlier. It's meant Star, Star guy. Head. Yeah. Uh, he is whipping the man. And he's narrating how he is whipping him. As he informs us and everyone in the room there, he says, 
A gronk of this electric whip will spurg him up. Sprug. Sprug, not spurg. A gronk of this electric whip will sprug him up. Or sprug him. Yep. Um, a gronk of the electric whip <laughs> will sprug him. Yep. That's it. Um, and we see a close-up of Judge Dredd to pop up. Among the work squad kidnapped from the streets above was top lawman Judge Dredd, who is thinking to himself as he is helping pile explosives, the Troggies have placed high explosives all over the abandoned subway tunnels beneath Mega City 1. They don't care that they'll be killed too. They only want revenge. And I forgot, it says on the edge here, script by John Wagner, art robot was Mike McMahon, and lettering by Tony Jacobs. Script robot, art robot, lettering robot. I love it. Compu 73E. Yep. And we have another big close-up of the ugly mug of Slick Willie. Slick Willie, prime cat of the druggies, held the detonator as he spoke. Us freaks are grooving over to the Grand Central meeting place for a final wing-a-ding. That's <laughs> what it says. Keep it going. In 60 big ones, we press the big switch and Mega City 1 comes tumbling down. Till then! As he shoves... Uh, uh, no, he's not shoving anyone. He's yelling at the, at the, at the, the slaves that normally goes, Till then! Slay you later, alligator! Ha 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 ha! Laugh all the troggies as they run off. This guy is... This charisma must be like a 25. Uh, yeah. Or, or the opposite. Or like a negative 25. <laughs> it's like, it's one or the other. Um, we see, like, a lined-up kind of chain gang of of people, Judge Dredd included in the back, and it says, Two Troggies were left to guard the work squad. The minutes ticked by. Holy shit. So when he said 60 big ones, that's not even, like, 60 hours. No, it's No, he's going in one hour. Yeah. So, dude, that would suck. Okay, uh, we're going to kill everyone in one hour. You guys got your uh, guard duty, though. For the last hour of your life, go guard these guys. Yeah, yeah, that's the last thing they're ever gonna do. Dude, I will go to the party. No, I'm going to the party. <laughs> Hell with that. What are you gonna do? Kill me an hour early? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm still dead either way. Um, one of the prisoners says, 11.50 at, tw- 11.50 at 12 o'clock, those foul troggies are gonna blow us all up. And Judge Dredd thinks to himself, 10 minutes, 10 minutes to save Mega City, but how? So I'll have you guess how he's gonna get out of here. Go for it. Uh, you can uh, describe the next panel if you like. Okay, so Judge Dredd is still is still uh, like deep in thought, trying to save Mega City One. As the prisoner next to him looks remarkably like someone. I, got a very square, rectangular head. He's got yeah, large ears, uh, very wide jaw. You know, he looks like he looks kind of like the guy who plays Spock. Kind of. Oh, Leonard Nimoy. Leonard yeah. Nimoy, kind of. Another Star Trek reference? Maybe? I guess. Okay. He's a, and he goes, You, you're a judge. Why ain't you doing something? It's your job. What do you expect me to do, meathead? Drock, you're ugly. I ought to arrest you for showing yourself in a public space. I don't take that kind of talk from anyone. And the guy slugs Judge Dredd in the gut as one of the Troggies looks on. Laughing and says, "Ha ha! Second to him, brother. That's what that stupid fuzz has it coming." And one of the other ones says, "Go, uh, go it, normal. Bludge him, Stronky. Bludge him, Stronky. This is beyond fucking like slang and like a weird fucking 
You know, like, it's like how you watch a cartoon or something like, like you watch like Pirates of Dark Water and like they pepper in weird little phrases of a different language now and then. Yeah. It's pretty much that. <laughs> this is not slang. They have their own language and they're not great at speaking English. And we see Judge Dredd is... Fa- <laughs> we see Judge Dredd has fallen down by some kind of weird alien looking gun of some kind on the ground. And one of the, the Trogis says... Grad! He's landed by them laser drills! Dredd's plan had worked. <laughs> and he whips around with these laser drill like a rocket launcher and fires and incinerates these two guys, <laughs> these two uh, Trogis. I'm gonna have to try that trick again sometime, if I get out of here alive. Um, so, that was his plan. Get beat up by a guy, yes, fall down. It's, it's, it's a classic trope, you know, prisoners, they pretend to be in a fight. Yep. The guards have to come intervene, they overpower, they're really not in a fight, and they can coordinate and overpower the guards. It's in a lot of war movies, it's in a lot of prison movies. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's in a Call of Duty game. Yeah, it's in a Call of Duty game. You, 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 you see it a lot. It's a common trope. It's cool. I, I'm soft. I was. I have a soft spot for that one. I like it. That's fair. Um, Dread got his communicator back from one of the guards, and we see Judge Dread hunched over his like kind of radio. Dread uh, the judge control. I want the power switched on to the old Lexington Avenue subway line and send the cleanup crew to Grand Central. Priority one. Welcome, Judge Dread. And next we see Judge Dredd at the head of a fucking subway car. Uh, oh, Pelham 456. What's that? That uh, the taking of Pelham 123 was a was a, a movie about uh, a, an out of control subway. Oh, I don't know that. I've never heard of it before this moment. I don't hear much of a lot of things. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, as the power came back on, Dredd raced to an abandoned subway train, and shortly. The train's moving. Let's hope I can get to Grand Central in time. And we see... I'm gonna have you read it. Up ahead, the Trogies had finished the celebration. As Prime Cat, it's my honor to press the big switch, Subway Swingers. In ten seconds, we'll be flying high through that great Elvis concert in the sky. Do you dig it? Yeah, 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 they all crowd. One guy, not the whole crowd, one guy... Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> one guy. Everyone's having second thoughts. It's one guy. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. do, do we all agree to die? <laughs> Wait, are we dying? <laughs> one like, guy. Yeah. You... <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else. Oh. Wait, what? What? I don't know if we agreed to this. Wait, did you say we were going to go to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> um, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump whoa. the brakes. We see Troggy's looking. Hey, there's a train coming, but who? As Judge Dredd pulls up in his giant fucking work perfectly working fine subway Even though it's car. been uh, a couple hundred years? No, a hundred so years? Yeah. And it's yeah. just been out of commission for that long? All you need was some electricity, some power? The train screeched to a halt, and we see outside of it all the Trogies, including Slick Willie, prime cat of the Trogies, saying into his microphone, Judge Dredd, you're just in time to see the big action! To which he responds, oh, God. How can I see it, Slick Willy, if there isn't any light? And then he turns on the lights of the subway car, to which all the Trogies begin screeching, Ah! My eyes! The light! So, much like with the Brotherhood of Darkness, he uses light to defeat the Trogies. 
he never mentioned putting on his anti-dazzle visor. Well, is he himself temporarily blinded? I think from that all the dazzle he did not anti. I think that he mentions that his his visor is naturally anti-dazzle. Oh, you're right. Every visor is an anti-dazzle visor. No, no, no. Just specifically his. Just Judge Dredge. Well, just judges at oh, least. Okay. Well, I mean, he has used his plan twice, so he deserves, uh, as his standard equipment, an anti-dazzle visor. It makes sense, because he does use it a lot. Yeah, uh, he, he, there are constant situations where he is dazzled. And his violin needs to negate that. And he he, he has not been dazzled. He's he done not. the dazzling. No, yeah, he's doing the dazzling as part of his plan to save Mega City 1. But luckily the dazzling does not affect him due to the usage of his anti-dazzle visor. visor. Yes, yes. How many times can I fit that in a sentence? I don't know, but we tried the hardest. <laughs> um, we see Judge Dredd just tearing through the Troggies as... Oh yeah, he is destroying as them. As Slick Willie is gr- uh, fumbling around on the ground for the detonator. Just as I thought, the Troggies have been uh, have been so long in the dark, they can't stand strong light. It's blinded them. Now I've got to get that detonator. And uh, as, as, as Slick Willie, Prime Cat, the Troggies, <laughs> is on his... As, as, oh my god. It's so He's on his hands and knees searching for the detonator. But instead of using both hands to cover more ground... To, to find it faster? He's keeping that he microphone in his hand. His microphone. He's keeping that microphone. That I am positive <laughs> does not work. But it is part of his character. <laughs> Where is it? Gotta. Oh, gotcha. And we see him uh, jumping, skipping to his feet yeah. happily. Look at those platform ass shoes. He's got some huge ass platform shoes on. You lose, Fuzz! Nothing stops the final rumble now! Judge Dredd thinking as he reaches for an electric whip in one of the Troggy's hands. A bullet won't prevent him from throwing that switch. Only one way. Dredd grabbed an electric whip, and you see it whipping around uh, Slick Willie, Prime Cat of the Troggy's yeah, neck. Yeah, his neck. He has the classic, you know, like, right... If you're really good with a whip, you can get him around the neck. Like, I... Just like what happened to Judge Dredd when he yeah. was abducted. Uh, the electric charge has stopped him, but the detonator's dropping! He is dro- Slick Willie's dropped the detonator out of his hand. Yeah. And our next panel shows Judge Dredd diving before. for his feet and grabbing it just before it hits the ground. It's like an, it's like an inch above the ground with the button downward. Yep. And Dredd is, whoo, whoo! And our last panel shows, uh, the cops tying up and police are leading the Troggies into a cop car. Soon the cleanup crew arrived, and the blinded Troggies were marched off. And one of the judges is saying... Just a quick aside. Every judge in this panel is doing the judge pose. Literally all They're of them. They're congratulating themselves. <laughs> good job, Judge. Good job, Judge Gibson. You too, Dredd. <laughs> Boy, we sure judged well today, didn't we? Judge, 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 judge. Judge, 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 judge. Judge, judge, judge. 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 <laughs> Just... All the judging in the world happening right now. <laughs> They're all in the classic pose. They're all in the pose, yeah. That's how they, con- that's how they congratulate one another by posing. At ease. And they just put their hands on their hips like, huh. Um, <laughs> okay. So we the- sure can rest easier now, Judge Dredd, to think these weirdos have been living under our very noses all this time. And we have a big pop out of Judge Dredd's face. You don't have to look in the subways to find creeps as dangerous as these troggies. Mega City is full of people with an axe to grind. As long as they exist, no judge can ever rest easy. The end.
And that ends issue 36, The Trogies, part two. I can finally say I've read the two-parter Prime Cat of the Trogies. <laughs> the closest Mega City 1 has come to total destruction. Uh, between, I don't know, the, the Robot Wars. The robot, okay, so the Robot Wars... I don't think it was, it wasn't like total one hit destruction. That's true. It was a, it was a civil war waged and lots of things got destroyed. So, okay, let's, let's look at two different scales. Yeah. Lots of Mega City 1, lots more of Mega City 1 was destroyed during the Robot Wars as yeah. there was an actual civil war. Yep. But this was one inch away from complete total annihilation. Yes, this is very true. So, more one, dangerous was, one did more damage, but one was much closer to a complete one hit KO. This is very true. Settings and places in this issue, we have... We're still in the abandoned subways beneath Mega City 1. We have more confirmation that Sector 6 may in fact be the remnants of old New York City we talked about. Characters... Oh, yes. the, 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 the Pinhelm... Yep. And uh, Lexington Avenue. Yep, yep. It's a, And he mentions Grand Central. Grand Central Station. Uh, so I'm almost guaranteed that maybe Sector 6 is New York City. Yes, I am. It's It's a given. Um, I don't know if it's a given, but I'm getting close to assuming that. I th- I think once I've, I've pretty much assumed it since they showed the Statue of Liberty. That's fair. There's one of those. Well, no, there's one in Las Vegas. That's fair. But they're not in Las Vegas. They're not in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, characters, we have Slick Willie, Prime Cat of the Trogies. Again, he is what he is. He's uh, the leader of the Trogies. He's the Prime Cat. They, they that make is sure the title spe- he came up with. They make sure to mention that you know, over he, and over you're again. You hear Hip Cat, Top Cat. Oh, yeah? Prime Cat. He's a okay. top okay. cat. Okay, I get that. Prime now. Cat. Uh, items and technology of note. We have laser drills, which are pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, they're like laser guns that can bore into the earth to, to move. You know, mine rock and shit. Yeah. Uh, we have the electric whip makes its return as Judge Dredd turns it against Slick Willy, Prime Cat of the Trogies. Uh, terrible slang, made up words, Judge Dredd one-liner. A spurg. Fucking sprug. A sprug. Uh, let's go here. A gronk of the electric whip will sprug him. Which uh, means, give me on the context, which means <laughs> if I hit him with this whip a little bit, that'll make him work harder. Yep. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. We have final wing-a-ding. The last party before we all die. In 60 big ones. 60 minutes, which I assume was ours. Slay you later, alligator. I, a cocky way to say goodbye. We have Judge Dredd using the slang of meathead. Which is a stupid, stupid person. guy, yeah. Ah, like Archie Bunker from All in the Family. Yeah, yep. meathead. Uh, we got Drock makes its return, which is the uh, fuck replacement. We have Bludgeon Stronky. <laughs> which means hit him. <laughs> which means I hope you're winning this fight. You're, it, it, it conveys two things. Yeah. Hit him harder, and you're a strong, cool guy. Yeah. We have Grud, which is like a crud. Yeah, crud. Uh, we have Subway Swingers. Again, it's just referring to the Trogies at this point because they're dancing in the subways. Yep. We have flying high to that great Elvis concert in the sky. I did get a country western kind of vibe. Yeah, from he had a very Woody. much like young Elvis before he was a lounge singer, country western rock star. Speaking of, of Elvis, oh no, is that the car? No, no, no. This is the first character from history that has been mentioned outside of Hitler. So, so far we have had Hitler and Elvis mentioned. You're and right. that's it. Those are the only two historical named figures we have been given so far. The most far. important ones from the 20th century. I mean, really, 
Who names... else do you need to know besides Hitler and Elvis? You could you could sum up all of humanity's history so far. You're either a Hitler or you're an Elvis. I mean, that's really it. There's like A and B. Yeah, either you're good or bad. You're either right brain or a Nazi. I'm kidding. Um, so that's kind of world building for that issue. We don't really have any monsters. We have no death counts. That's right. No. Well, we see Judge Dredd tear through a crowd of Troggies. But we don't really see any of them die. Is Troggy like short for troglodyte? Is it like a... I don't think so. Do they, like, do they like, call themselves troglodytes because like, they take it as a matter of pride? Like, oh yeah, they'll call us troglodytes, but we're going to take it and make it our word. We're Troggies. I don't know, because troglodytes do are nefarious for smelling bad. That's a thing. And apparently they smell bad. Yeah. But we don't... And they're know. like old-fashioned troglodytes are considered like primitive and... I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. We don't have enough information to fully... That we, we just don't know. And that's all the information we're going to get, too. Um, They're never coming back? Uh, not that I know of, no. What did they do to them? Uh, probably... Mass? Mass incarceration. Oh, incarceration? Isocubes, probably. Okay, good. I was um, worried they were just going to gun them all. Like, you know, okay, I'm on your knees. <laughs> just gun them down in the subway. Man, no, because it shows them all going, being led from the subway into the police car. So they're taking them alive. Okay. Now they all go to Devil's Island. Do you want to know Devil's Gulag? <laughs> Devil's Island. Do you want to know what we got coming up next week? I okay. sure do. Wait. What? The last issue before the, the two part. This two part said Judge versus Captain Strange. This is true. What happened? I have no idea. That's interesting. Too. Even online, I could not find a Judge Dredd versus Captain Strange. Was that like a script, a spec script, a script they had going? Like, well, we, we, we don't, we're going to do this issue instead. I guess so. Okay, That's wow, very That's weird. interesting to me. Yeah, I wonder if it was too close to Doctor Strange, or if he'd even been invented yet. You know, Doctor Strange was a character from the '60s. So yeah, then because this is in the '70s. Yeah. So, um. So next time, PK, you ready for this? I am born ready. All right. Next time, Judge Dredd tackles Don Uggy Apelind and his henchmen, Fast Eek and Joe Bananas. I lied, I am not ready. Will the ape gang prove too wild to wrangle? What was the Great Holocaust? What? And what the hell is happening? Maybe you'll find out, maybe you won't. (laughs) Next time on the dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. And I'm PK. And this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from the the distant present.